Joe hates a lot of things. Joe hates toddlers and tiaras. Never before have I wanted to strangle so many people after watching so little TV. Joe hates raisins. I hate raisins so much that I'd rather have ants on a log with actual ants. Joe hates being tailgated. I want a bumper sticker that reads, free golf balls for tailgaters. I want that and a thousand golf balls. And Joe hates when people say, Satan, as they pass him on the street. This happens more than I think it should. Hello and welcome to Things Joe Hates. My name is Joe and with me is my producer, Jake. Hello, Joe. Hi, Jake. How you doing? Doing all right. Great. And also with me is my lovely wife, Lisa from upstairs. Hey, Joe. How hey, you Jake. doing, Lisa? So, last week we didn't record an episode. Boo. Which was terrible. It's the first time in the history of Things Joe Hates that hasn't happened. The long history of Things Joe Hates. It's over a year, which is pretty long for podcasts. God. You know, most podcasts never make it past their seventh or eighth episode. Huh. Bittner huh. was telling me that. Huh. You were saying that was an interested huh. And I, this was a, a mocking huh. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we're actually doing pretty good. In fact, I don't know. if uh, I, I get the impression that if some podcasts fall out of the, the groove of getting in, of producing a podcast every week, that they just don't come back. Um, you even have made enough money to uh, add me. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. And, we're and we're you, raking in all those podcasting dollars. Pay you dollars. the same salary that Jake and I are making. <laughs> <on this. laughs> we tripled our costs. That's right. Yeah, three nothings is nothing. So, <laughs> uh, why we weren't here? But let me flash back to right before we recorded the last episode, the grab bag number eleven, which was uh, two weeks ago, and I was saying. To somebody here in this room before we recorded, I said, hey, we made it through the holidays without a plumbing incident. You didn't knock on wood. You didn't didn't... do any kind of backflips. Nothing had to have that from stopping happening. Little did Joe know that uh, the holidays were not over here. That's right. Because we had one more dinner for the holiday season with Lisa's parents. And you know what happened that day? Oh, hell broke loose. Guess what happened? We had a plumbing emergency. (laughs) Ten minutes before they came. Ten minutes before your parents show up. From what? From West Virginia. From West Virginia. The water alarm in the laundry room goes off. (laughs) And uh, what that means is that the washing machine is draining into the system, right? And the system is draining slow like it kind of has been for a little while. And now it's draining uh, so slow that it can't even handle a load of laundry uh, for a high-efficiency washing machine, which means it's kind of backing up and, and very slowly draining. But you were going to handle it. But I was going to handle it, so I went and I got my, my 25-foot snake with the drill attached to it, and I ran that thing down there, and as soon as I ran it down there, I, I put some more hot water down there and put the snake down, and, and then the, as I'm running it down there and, and the, the water's kind of draining, all of a sudden the water just stops draining because whatever clog was there, I just pushed it down beyond the reach of my, my snake. So now I can't get to it. And I have a rib roast and Yorkshire pudding and mashed potatoes. You have an amazing dinner that you're preparing for your parents <laughs> but and your sister. But don't use the sink. <laughs> right. But don't use the sink on the back of the, on the, in the kitchen. And don't wash any dishes because that drains to the same drain stack. So that went well. So, so um, we call a local contractor who will remain nameless for mm-hmm. now. Once this is all settled, I'm naming names. <laughs> but I've been advised to not name names. 
right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to heed that advice for this week. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy comes out, and he comes into my basement, and he snakes the drain. And honestly, he snaked the drain. He cleaned it out. Got it working. That's great. So he, he leaves, and I go, great, I can go upstairs. So before I go upstairs, I, this washing machine has not had a cleaning cycle run on it, which is something you have to do on this washing machine periodically. Right. So I grab a cleaning pellet. I throw the cleaning pellet into the washing machine. I set it up for a, a clean cycle, a machine cleaning cycle, and I go upstairs, finish dinner with your with your parents, and then uh, before they're leaving- <laughs> It's like a TV wait, show. <laughs> all the while, though, trouble is brewing in the basement. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. Little did Joe know as he was enjoying his holiday meal. Oh, my gosh. I come back downstairs at 7 p.m. on a Sunday night. They're still here. Your parents are still here. They're leaving. I'm getting ready to throw a load of laundry in because we haven't been able to do laundry all day. And I get downstairs, and there's like a half inch of water in the laundry room. All over the place in the laundry room. And I look out, and the carpet in the family room outside the laundry room is soaking wet. There's only two rooms in my basement. One is a small laundry room, and the other is kind of a big open space with a relatively low ceiling. And a crawl space, which is great. Oh, and a a podcasting studio. And a podcasting studio. That's right. Top notch. (laughs) So if we sound a little echoey, uh, it's because we don't have any carpet underneath (laughs) our feet right now. I'm so angry. I call the company, and I'm like... I, first off, actually, how'd the water get on my floor? That's the first thing I'm thinking. What went wrong here? I just heard Lisa. And I immediately look in the laundry room and I see exactly what the problem is. When the guy was snaking the drain, oh gosh, he cleaned it out. Like I said, he did a great job snaking the drain. But he took the, uh, hose. the hose that comes out of the washing machine and he left it hanging free on the <laughs> shutoff valve for the washing machine. Normally, the, it is supposed to go into a pipe, and when the water runs down that pipe, it just goes into our drainage system. And uh, I have two water alarms in our house. One is in the sink because when the plumbing backs up, that's the first place it backs up. And the other one's on the floor, but it's next to a uh, the hot water heater, and it's inside of a pan. So if I didn't have that pan under my hot water heater... It would have been gone, too. It, it, well, that would have that would have set off the alarm, and I would have known about it way before there was any damage. <laughs> but oh, because I have the, the water alarm safely ensconced in that <laughs> in that dish under my hot water heater, That's the true, water it's an inch and a half high. It's an inch and a half high. <laughs> the water never got into the into the water alarm to let me know that there was a problem. So now I got to buy a third water alarm for my laundry room, so I can know when my hot water heater leaks, or when my sewage backs up, uh, or or a sewer line backs up, or when my um, or when my washing machine fails or what something. What a shot color. Let's just make it a shot <laughs> color at this point. This is crazy. Why is Joe writhing on the floor in what? pain? His basement is flooding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The water. The water. Joe. Joe's Not basement Joe, senses Joe's are tingling. This is the worst staff meeting ever. <laughs> oh, that's too visual so, to me. <laughs> so I can see. So I call the guy. I call the place up. Oh, and the awful. guy. the guy is like, well, I, I don't know. All of our techs have gone to bed. I'm like, you got to do something about this. And I'm furious. I'm absolutely furious with him. And he's, he's like, well, I don't know what to tell you. Well, they took the zip tie off of, of, there, of the thing, no, right? there's the zip tie's never been closed. It's just, it don't need the zip tie. It just it's lays just in the pipe. It lays in there because it's yeah. inches in. And it, it, yeah, it goes in like eight inches into that into that drain pipe. Right, okay. So it's, it's a fine fit. But um, the... 
the next morning I called the guy and I, I, I actually, I got on the phone right away with SurfPro and I said, I, here's what's happened. And they Help. go, oh my God, we'll have somebody out there tomorrow. And I was like, you can't have somebody out here today? <laughs> like, uh, it's Sunday night. It's, 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 it's eight, by this time it's eight or nine o'clock Sunday night. And I'm well, they wanted to, to make sure that it was not an emergency as an electric problem. Right. And it wasn't any of that. Right. It was just, I had water all over my carpet was, was soaked and I don't know what's going on with my furniture. So um, I call the guy at the, at the contractor site tomorrow, and he's done dealing with me, right? <laughs> he's, he's like, listen, you're just going to have to deal with our insurance company from now on. No, no, I, no. That's not what he said. Oh, he said, I don't know why you're so upset about a little bit of water on your floor. That was the first <laughs> thing he said. <laughs> I mean, you guys were here, right? You, said, you were part jackass, of moving the furniture. I mean, furniture. seriously. There was a half inch of water on my floor in my laundry room, and all that water soaked into my carpet. <laughs> what are you so upset about, Joe? I always have water uh, in my basement. Right. You want us to redo your basement. Oh, yeah, and I said, listen, I'm telling, I start telling him all the things that have gone wrong. He goes, well, if you want us to rebuild your house, you'll have to take it, up, have with to take it up with the insurance company. <laughs> right? So then, oh my God. This is Monday. Monday night, I take the day off work Monday. We both did. Monday night, Serve Pro shows up. And these guys are great. The guys' name are Dell and Rudy. And I cannot tell you how helpful these guys were. The first thing they do is they come in and they go, this is terrible. And the guy looks at me and goes, Joe, we're going to take care of it. And that's what they did. Yeah. They took care of it. They came in. They ripped up all the carpet. They moved all the furniture. They, uh, they, you know, they managed to save the drywall because the drywall was getting wet too. How many was, days was that it humidifier was, and fan on? They had, and they put a bunch of humidifiers. Seven fans or something crazy. Or, or they put no ten fans. There were ten really? fans in this basement running, and they put a dehumidifier in there, and the fans move the air around. The dehumidifier dries it out, and um, they they came back on Thursday, and and everything everything is fine. They go, nope, your drywall's good. We we don't need to. Uh, we don't need we don't need to replace your drywall, uh, but your carpet's dead. It's gone. Surpro gets out here on Monday. I, I call their insurance company. I call them. I call these people back Tuesday morning, and they go, "Our insurance company has forty eight hours to get back to you." I'm like, really? And they took how long? They called me seven and fifty seven minutes. The person from their insurance company called me at. I have it on my phone. She called me at two. Or, I'm sorry. She called me at 4.29. Right? So, literally, I, I missed 31 the call. minutes before the, the 48 hours? Better. I missed the call. I call her back. The, I get the automated message that says, our office is closed at 4.30. <laughs> oh, it's awful. So, the next day I get on, I've, I've actually already been on the phone with my insurance agent, who I'm incredibly pleased with. And she tells us all the things that we can do, all our options. So now it's Wednesday, and I'm talking to their insurance company, and this woman is saying, well, if we're going to cover it, then we're only going to replace cash value. We're not going to replace replacement costs because we're not obligated to do that. Um, we're also going to uh, check with the contractor, our insured party, and make sure that they think it's their fault. And I go, I see where this is going. Yep. So I file a claim with my homeowner's insurance policy, and I just give them all the information for these people that screwed it up. And I said, you can go after them for this. So now they can deal with my insurance company, who has a nasty track record of going after people for their, uh, for their settlements and for fighting things. 
But I bet as soon as the uh, the other insurance company started giving you the runaround, you were just like, all right, that's fine. You'll hear from my my lawyers. And then you call up your insurance company and go, get the lawyers ready. <laughs> right. It's, that's exactly what I did. I said, uh, I'm just going to file a claim with my insurance, and I'm just going to give you all the information. And, hey, you let me know if you need any help because they have not been the least bit helpful to me. I've, they've it, been rude. They've I mean, been rude. And, and, and the, their insurance company has not really been rude. rude. No, their insurance no, no, company's no. not been. Their insurance company has been been foot draggingly slow, maximizing every time window they possibly could. Oh, and oh yeah, the tech that was here that did it. Uh, he he was out of the office for a week, so they they didn't even get to talk to him allegedly until this uh, this week, Monday of this week, as we're recording this. So you know, I'm just happy that this isn't a big part of the house that we use often. Right. I mean, our. our we use it, but it's not. I use like it at least once a fan, week. Our living room. It's not. Right. It's not the kitchen. It's not. I mean, this could have really dragged on to been a big problem. Oh, yeah. Even bigger. Well, it's, it is dragging on. Right. Here we are a week later. We still have no. There's. That's that's. <laughs> Sorry. There's no carpet beneath my feet. It's concrete. <laughs> We've had to go other places to do our laundry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. I had to go down to my my mom and dad's house to do our laundry. Can we do our laundry. You, it's like I'm in college again. And and because what happens when the, when the washing machine drains, it drains all over the back of the uh, all over the back of itself, and it essentially floods the circuit board and fries it. Yeah. So that doesn't work anymore. I mean, this guy seriously, when he says a little bit of water in your house, they've destroyed my washing machine. They've destroyed my HVAC system. That needs a new motherboard and fan unit. I know. And that was new in they August. They destroyed my carpet. They destroyed my desk, my son's desk, and the and the Book shelving shelves. unit between it. It's a hot mess. I don't know why you're so mad about a little bit of water. <laughs> Get a roll of tissues and pick it up. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, mm. So that's that's what I hate. This is all about home ownership. I should say the topic <laughs> of our hate this week is home ownership. <laughs> and man alive, it would have been great. Take this apart. It would have been great just to call a landlord and go, yep, here's what happened. Uh, you got to fix this. But now I got to manage this for the next uh, next three weeks probably. First world problems, Jay, babe. Yeah. I, again, that's pretty much all this podcast is about. <laughs> I know that there are people out there who have worse problems than I do, but that's not what I'm talking about. Well, that's not going to stop you from that's making like, this podcast. That's not going to stop me from <laughs> complaining about stuff. It's, it's a mess. I mean, we worked really hard to make this place really cool down here, and it is. Yeah. It's just, it's very, um, it's unsettling to come down, and when your husband screams your name, and water is seeping up between your toes as you're walking through, ah! It's like walking on a wet sponge. It's awful. It was awful. So, uh, we have a first-time hater this week. Ooh. What? We always put them to the front of the list. That's right. First-time hater Jeff from Facebook. Hi, Jeff. Says, I thought it was the best thing ever when I was 23 and I bought my first, and so far only, house. Then, 2008 happened. So I guess the thing I hate the most is owning a house before 2008 <laughs> and still owning it, or at least sharing it with the bank. Yeah. 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 I can relate. We bought this house in 2004, um, and we were fortunate enough to sell the house. This is our second house. It was perfect timing for us, which is weird. We timed it very, very well, <laughs> so we could put a, a, a sizable down payment on this house. Because the market was going up, and we sold the townhouse and, and bought this one. And then... Uh, a miracle we got this house. This house, it was. This house continued to increase in price to a ridiculous level, to the point where I said to you, 
Let's sell it. We should sell it and live in an apartment. And then when the the poor chump who buys this house gets foreclosed upon, we could buy it back. And you said, I'm not going to live in an apartment. And, you know, I'm not. What are we going to. We had kids who were in school and everything. It's just a harebrained scheme of mine. Right. And you. You shot it down, rightfully so. We, we do know friends that, well, we know people that have done that. Yeah. They did it. Yeah, we know people that did it, and they, they made out okay, because they, they knew that there was that something was coming. But th- this house went down, the value of this house went well below what we paid for it. Uh, we weren't upside down on the mortgage because of the down payment we made. But I like our house. Our house is nice. When it's not flooded. No, when it's not flooded, it's a nice house. <laughs> <laughs> it is as long as you stay upstairs. Yeah, overall, owning the house is not a bad thing, but I really wish I didn't have to deal with a lot of these things. And one of the things I really wish I didn't have to deal with was declining values, like happened in 2008, like what Jeff is talking about. So, Jeff, yeah, I know what you mean. I hated that, too. I'm kind of in the same boat as you. This isn't my first house, but... But it'll um, go back up. Yeah, but your house will go back. And by by now, you've probably recovered your value. And the, the most important thing is that you, over time, if you have a fixed-rate mortgage your cost of living in that house doesn't go up much except by the taxes, right? And that's why you buy a, buy a house to live in for a little while. If you're going to be there for more than seven years, go ahead and do that. And then you, you, you will find that your costs level out while your income continues to rise with inflation, hopefully. That's the plan. So the next one we have here. That's my pep talk for you, Jeff. Yeah. Keep it up, Jeff. You're doing great. <laughs> The uh, the next one we have here is from Pitney and Amelia's Bitchin' Boutique. <laughs> I hate the hole in my living room ceiling left behind by the guy who fixed a leaky AC drainage pipe like six months ago. I need to find a contractor, but ugh, effort, I need a nap. I think first you need to go take a sledgehammer to his roof and see how he likes a hole in his roof. Uh, he was probably just an HVAC contractor, not a drywall contractor. Well, then why would they leave a hole in a roof? I don't know. That's a good point. That's I think this is Amelia from... Pitney Amelia's Bitch and Boutique. Yeah. Uh, I think she runs the uh, the the uh, the Twitter account there. So yeah, I think shouldn't you so you're saying they should have they should have had a contractor come in and, and fix that and that should have been part of the bill, right? Yeah. Why why are you so upset about a little hole in your ceiling? Yeah, exactly. Why would you <laughs> even leave it unfinished? That doesn't make any sense. You don't have a contractor come in, fix something, and have them leave a bigger problem. Huh. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. See, looking around the basement here. Around, boys. Hold on. We haven't thing? we haven't finished with this yet. No. We're we're, not, we're still in the process of this. So I'm sorry that happened. That's terrible. That happened to us a, a couple of about a two years ago. I don't know. There the was hole, a, the hole in the ceiling. The thing. hole in the ceiling thing. Right. Not to kind of say it was actually a. <laughs> here's what it was. Uh, I get you get a call from our daughter saying you got to come home because the roofers <laughs> oh, are here. This yes. is when they were putting the roof on the house, and. I don't know what if there's any correlation or not, or if it's just a random series of events. But there was water dripping from the ceiling in the living room. Right, you have to back up. So there's like six people banging on our ceiling, making up on our roof. It's making so much noise. It is like ridiculous. It's shaking the house. I'm like, I'm out. I'm going to work. And then I get the phone call. Go on. <laughs> so what does the phone call say? Mom. <laughs> You gotta come home. So you're of course envisioning that my somebody. My breakfast is wet. Yeah, it's on the piano. Yes. Which first of all, I had to decipher for a minute, going, "Oh, I get it. You had your breakfast sitting on the piano, and all of a sudden, water comes from the ceiling." 
okay, so where is this water coming from? The right. roofers apparently shook the house so much, and that was not the case. That it wasn't the case. I, what had happened it was, was a reasonable assumption. I mean, they, I couldn't think of anything were, else that had changed in it, our it life. It could have been. They were banging on the on the roof like on crazy the, on the standpipe for the bathroom. Because what happened was, in in between your bathtub and and the plumbing that your bathtub drains to, there is a gasket, <laughs> and that gasket was old in ours. Ten cent piece. It, Literally, it is a 54 cent piece of plastic or for rubber. Real? That's what I paid for it over at Kendall's Hardware. 54 cents. And that that thing went bad and I <laughs> had to rip out the ceiling off. in my in my living room, cut an 8-foot hole because the drywall was wet out to 8 feet. I had to cut that all out and then I had to I I got up and I fixed I fixed the problem. Literally, once I had the once I had the part, it literally took me about thirty minutes to fix the problem. And about four weeks to fix the other. And, but four weeks to fix the, the drywall, drywall because that is miserable work, and I you hate and doing Kayla that. You and Kayla did an amazing job, though. You yeah, can't well, really tell it happened. I I can see where it was. Of and, course you can because you knew where it is. Yeah, and I I, I walk the in the ceiling. living room and I don't look at the ceiling because I know <laughs> exactly where that me- where that cut is. That big in the square evening, cut. about five thirty, we do not look at the ceiling, <laughs> right? Because that's when the sun because comes the sun in. Hits you can it see just the shadows. Right and shows all the shadows. <laughs> so Amelia, yeah, I hate this too. I would call a contractor to have it have it come have them come in and fix it. Uh, I did it on my on my own because I didn't want to pay a contractor to do it. But in retrospect, <laughs> I'd really much rather pay a contractor to do it. Let's see four. Oh, it's a, a solid week of working, of sanding and all that mess, and $200 for a guy to do it, paint it, and be done professionally. Hmm. Was it, would it only have cost me $200 to have that yeah, patched? Yeah, I, I believe so. <sighs> Sounds like you're a chump, Where Joe. are my savings on this? I spent hours on that. Hours! The, but uh, now you can look at it and say, I did that. I don't want to look at that and say, I did that. <laughs> Because, I mean, like, look at the drywall down here. I tell everybody Joey did that when he was eight. He does. And they go, that's not bad for an eight-year-old. I said, no, it isn't. I don't tell them I did. I mean, look at that. I wish it was, yeah. You know what? It's a home. And it is a, it is a lovely place. And you know what? If people don't like it, they can walk upstairs. Yeah. That's yeah, right. Joe, you can walk upstairs. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to stay down here. The next, next one. <laughs> yeah, the next one here oh is uh, from Mommy, a Real Person. Uh-huh. She hates the constant vigilance and remembering every current problem and its scope so I can identify changes. I don't hate the cur- uh, knowing every current problem and its scope. I hate having the problems I don't know about, like somebody left the washing machine hose out of the drainage <laughs> system. You seem to have a one-track mind. Well, I mean, I know exactly what she's talking You're about here. The constant vigilance. Hell. And then you find out your vigilance. I have two water alarms in that room. That's more water alarms than anybody should ever need. Two, but that's not enough. I need three. I love here when the water alarm goes off. Peep, Jake just comes running full force down the steps. I got it. <laughs> I got it. I ca- when that alarm goes off, I stop whatever I'm doing. If I if I'm at work, that's the rule. I've been at work and he- heard that same tone, and like stood up and gone, "Wait a minute, <laughs> this is not true. my problem, even if it is a water alarm." <laughs> but yeah, constant vigilance. Yeah. It's the I price of homeownership. Like right. Uh, it's okay. Breathe. Yeah. 
Yes, mommy real person. I she <laughs> writes in so much. I'm just gonna call her Marp. M A R P. Mommy Marp? real person. Huh? Are you gonna nickname somebody else now? No. Not not, not, not mommy real person. You should change your your uh, Twitter name to M A R P. Nope. Do <laughs> well, it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> We're gonna do it. We did it to Chad. We can do it to to mommy a real person. <laughs> The next one we have is from Josh from Facebook, and he says, I just hate how expensive it is to own a home, thus why I do not. Hmm. It can be, but there's satisfaction to be able to look at a, look at a room and say, I could take down that wall if I want to. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah, the, there's satisfaction in hearing from someone saying, yeah, you got a little water in your basement. What's so wrong with that? Right. Homeowner's <laughs> insurance is a beautiful thing. Right. It's just that, you know. Yeah. That, and, and there are expenses with owning a home, like homeowner's insurance, right. that you're glad you pay, and, and taxes and things like that, and then the mortgage and all that. But the idea being, again, that those costs are constant, and hopefully your income increases over time. And the equity is worth it. And the equity, times. yeah, the equity. But I mean, but what are you going to do with the equity? Unless you get like a home equity line of credit, then there's not really any good way to leverage it other than that. Nah. But, but I mean, because you can't, you can't. Otherwise, you can't get that equity out and do something with it. You just have to have it. Because if you, in That's order to American get it, you sell the house. Owning your own home. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't think it's necessary to own your own home. I think you own a home where you can, where the market is good, and you rent where you need to be. Joe, but but owning a home means you can say is my house. That's right, it's my house. It's my rules. Not and then when you own it outright, you can like, and no bank's gonna tell me what to do. Neither. Right. You come what's home more the walls Amer- being gone. What's more American? What's more American than saying it's mine and no one else can tell me what to do about it? Right. Well, you can't do that here in the. Uh, Libertarian socialist utopia of Colombia. So. <laughs> That's the biggest yeah, oxymoron I've ever heard. Gone coming I know. Home, and you'd come home and go, oh, I didn't say a word. I just let you walk down the stairs. Right. Walk down the stairs and missed. It was in the townhouse. You took an yeah. entire wall out without discussing it. Just... Huh. This room needs to be bigger. Bam. Sledgehammer. That was very, very satisfying. That was awesome. What's next, Jake? The next thing we have is the rant of the week. Rant of the week. And this week it goes to Judge from Facebook. Aha. Hi, Judge. So Judge says, oh, man, I'm becoming an owner of my first home at the end of next week. Congratulations, awesome. Judge. Congratulations. Make sure you get homeowner's insurance. <laughs> and he says, uh, so all my hate is going to be about all the hoops you have to jump through to secure a mortgage, search, buy, and then move. Oh. It's a lot. It's it is. a lot, but it's so worth it your first night and there. It's one and of the most yours. stressful experiences of your life, actually. His uh his short version of this is buying and moving homes sucks. Yes, it does. The long version. <laughs> buckle up everybody. All right. I hate my own stupidity for not saving up for a deposit on a home sooner. I hate how much the legal fees were. I hate how difficult it was to find a property in my price range that was in a nice, quiet, crime-free area. I hate how the bank surveyor downvalued the property from the seller's valuation by ten grand. Huh. So that meant I had to come up, cough up more cash up front on top of the deposit. And finally, I hate having to sort through all the junk I want to take or keep and dismantle all the flat pack furniture. That enormous bag of old cables finally had to go. <laughs> I think I came across an enormous bag of old cables when I was cleaning up the in the mess down here. I yeah. think 
I think I reached behind this thing and there was an old bag of old cables back here. That's what you did with that. <laughs> I think I threw it away. Like I think Judge and I did something very similar within the past week. <laughs> threw away an old bag of cables. As you throw throwing it away at the same time, you gotta stop and go, huh? Huh? This seems strange. Yeah. Why did I keep it? I get the feeling uh, somebody across the Atlantic you know. is doing the yeah. exact same thing right now. <laughs> But uh, then he says, all of that said, it's all worth it to have a place to call your own that is more than big enough to have the ultimate man cave. Wish me luck. All right. Good luck, Good Judge. Luck. You're going to do great. If we ever make it over to the UK, I'm going to stop by and see that uh, man cave, Judge. That's right. If I'm welcome, I'm assuming. Nope. You're he's going to barge in your house. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, Judge going to come down and says, hey, Joe, Lisa from upstairs. <laughs> All right, congratulations, Judge, both on the rant of the week and, somewhat less importantly, getting a new house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, that's the podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, please share it with your friends. Uh, it would also help if you rate us or subscribe to us wherever you can find us. Grab your friends' phones and subscribe to us on their phone. That'd be great. And tell me what you hate. I would love to hear it. Follow Joe on Twitter at Things Joe Hates. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Things Joe Hates. Our email address is Things Joe Hates Podcast at gmail.com. Links to all of these can be found on our website, Things Joe Hates.com. Female voiceover is provided by Andrea Petrilli. Podcast artwork is by Susie Blake. I'm Nate Goodwin for Things Joe Hates. <laughs>